If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Joining us now is one of those tenants, David Galvin, who is also a member of ACORN, which is a tenants' rights group. Uh, David, uh, thank you for joining us on the program today. Well, uh, thank you, Shona, and thank you for having me. This is such an important story. So what is life like for you without water for nine weeks? Well, it's uh, it's a challenge. Uh, washing hands is difficult. Washing dishes is difficult. Uh, flushing the toilet requires, of course, filling the tank first with, uh, with bottled water. Um, it's an inconvenience all around. Uh, I have been provided a motel room by the uh, property manager, uh, which I use only for showers. Well, you know, I can I can only imagine that the fear of you and your neighbors is if you move into the motel, you're not moving back into your apartment. Actually, one of our tenants was told that uh, he was told by the property manager that if he accepted the motel offer, he would be denied the uh, um, the ability to return to his apartment. His apartment would be torn apart in his absence and the safety of his belongings couldn't be guaranteed. Uh, and there was no guarantee even that uh, at what point he might be allowed to move back in, if ever. So under those circumstances, most of the people uh, turned down the motel offers, as you can well imagine they would. I uh, I took the offer, but I didn't re- relocate to the motel. I use it simply as a kind of add-on to my apartment. It's um, 15 minutes away by vehicle, and it also happens that I'm the only tenant remaining in the building who has a vehicle. So what is the landlord saying the problem is? What's the issue here? Um, The landlord has said from the start that they were not going to repair the pipes. Their story is that the pipes are so badly damaged by the cold snap we had at the end of December that repair is impossible and the only option is to replumb the whole building. Have you seen any proof that that is true? No, and I believe it to be a blatant falsehood. Um, so what's happened with the city? I, I know you feel pretty much abandoned by them. Um, you know, I, I'm not allowed to say the landlord is something of a jerk, but you know what? We expect landlords to be jerks, so there's nothing to see there. Like, move along. Uh, but when we turn to the city as vulnerable people, when we turn to the city that we thought would help us with this problem uh, and found that they have not helped us in the slightest, uh, then that's that's where my anger really lies. It's directed at the, the city who um, haven't really helped us in this situation. We did have a bylaw um, inspection officer, a bylaw enforcement officer, over on December the 28th of last year, which is the day when the water went off, when the landlord turned the water off. Um, he did issue an order eight days later, took eight days for him to issue an order for the landlord to get the water back on. He issued it under the property standards bylaw, which I think was the wrong bylaw to use. I think he should have used vital services instead. Uh, But uh, so January the 5th, the order was issued. The landlord then had a 14-day period to comply. Plus, because the order was mailed out rather than hand-delivered, there was five days added to that. So the landlord had 19 days to comply. During that time, the landlord filed an appeal of the order. Uh, which was heard yesterday at City Hall. 
And and that's why it's made news again at this time. As I said off the top, this sounds also like a public health issue. Oh, I agree. Um, the inability to wash our hands properly, especially during a time when viruses are rampant in our environment, is a serious public health issue. There's also the issue of, you know, basic things like cleaning floors or walls or cleaning dishes. Uh, and And for the other tenants, of course, who haven't accepted the motel rooms, they're facing the challenge of bathing in, in various ways. Well, and, and not to mention, you know, having to lug water all the way up to your apartment, uh, you know, at least once a day, several times a week. Well, and I do want to put in a plug here for the City Water Department. They have been one of the few bright spots in this whole situation. They have been delivering us uh, water uh, three times a week in large jugs. And you're right, it's difficult to, to lug them upstairs, but we are grateful for the help we've received. Unfortunately, at the hearing yesterday, a joint statement was made uh, by the city and um, uh, Angela Smith representing the landlord. Um, the, the city delivery of water could now cease and the landlord would take over those duties. And we know in the past that the landlord hasn't been very good about um, shouldering the duties that they should be. Now, the the next date is uh, March the 8th, which is the latest order to repair the plumbing in your building. I mean, that's that's now putting us at uh, a quarter of the year that you haven't had water in your building. What happens next? Yeah. Well, that's not exactly true. March 8th is a separate hearing at the Landlord-Tenant Board for um, eviction notices that the tenants were allegedly given, uh, but we which we actually weren't. That's a whole other story. But what the city ruled yesterday was that the the Property Standards Committee, um, which heard the landlord's appeal, will now meet within 45 days. And based on the decision that we get at the Landlord-Tenant Board, we'll then decide how to proceed. So we're looking at potentially another 45 days before the city even meets to decide what to do with us. And uh, following that, uh, there's no guarantees uh, about the speed with which uh, anything can be done. Well, da- David, we're going to have to leave it there, and we'll try our best to stay on top of this and uh, and make sure people know what's going on there. It's absolutely outrageous, and uh, uh, I thank you for your time. Yes, thank you. Thank you for, very much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.